It is mind-blowing. And heartbreaking. How many original scripts are written every year but are never made? So we seek out these scripts and bring them to life with full audio production and professional actors. Check us out at Undiscover Scripts. Movies made of paper. Wherever you get your podcasts. Free! Hi, friends. The world got you down. Don't be sad. Listen to $2 Late Fee with Zach and Dustin. $2 Late Fee is the podcast that celebrates the best decade of entertainment, the 1980s. We pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth that we loved and see if it holds up today. We also interview your favorite celebrities from that era. All in the spirit of positivity and togetherness. Check us out at $2LateFee.com. What's up, everybody? This is Brian here to tell you about our podcast, Bingetown TV. Our hosts include seven best friends with a love for all things television. We cover a range of genres with a focus on fantasy and sci-fi, but also dip our feet into drama, horror, comedy, and pretty much anything we think is good television. We use the traditional deep dive formula for new live shows that are released week to week, but our calling card is our Rooks and Vets and Pitchtown TV series. Rooks and Vets pairs two of our hosts that have seen a show with two of our hosts that have not seen a show. Pitchtown TV is when we have a special guest pitch us a show by having us watch the pilot and trying to convince us to watch the rest. If you're craving more content on some of your favorite TV shows, then you should listen to Bingetown TV. Find us on our website at bingetowntv.com, the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, or wherever else you may find your podcast. Still looking at you. Yeah. Still in still person. I you. can still caress that beautiful face of yours. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> you... I was, was going to sing Seal's Kiss from a Rose. <laughs> no, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you picked this topic. Yeah. Best depictions of the North Pole. Of the North Pole. I think, like, if it's not just Santa, it's the North Pole in general that kind of evokes that Christmas feeling. Yeah. And I think some movies have done it really well. I think some movies have done it not so well. <laughs> so before, because I feel like this is going to be a fairly short episode. Yeah, probably. Let's let's talk about what we just did before recording. <laughs> okay. Because you saw a shirt that yeah. you oh desperately want us to, to co-op. All right. So this morning we went out to an Amish market and basically we saw a shirt <laughs> that says... Uh, I do it for the hose, and it's got a picture of Santa Claus on it. So what I want to do is, I th- I think eventually we're gonna get some Christmas 365 merch for all of our fans and and us included, and it's gonna have our beautiful cartoon faces on it, 
I think it's going to say we do it for, for the hose. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, so we got that out of our system. Yes, that's the end of the that's the end of the immature bit yeah, on the podcast. Vote, vote hose yes, hashtag hose, hose yes, yes to let us know that we'll you're... make it happen. We'll we'll tusk too. So I got a joke one. Okay. I think you have a joke one too. I'm gonna say my joke one first. That's not a joke is my favorite one. I've got two joke ones, and I think one of them is yours. So that's okay. why I, I'm gonna go. All right, go I'll first. say one, then I'll let you take yeah. the other, and then if it's not the one that I thought I stole from you, then I'll go. Again. Yeah, go for it. I wanna I wanna enjoy the North Pole as depicted by the opening scene of the movie Scrooged, where it's getting fucking <laughs> missile bombs, and the $6 million man comes rolling in, and, like, all of the elves are packing. Like, they just oh my God. have, like, a trunk filled with fucking guns ready to That's go. That's amazing. Oh, my God. That is... I think that that... Because the... the That's, like, one of my favorite parts of Scrooge, honestly. Oh, my God. Well, because I think that, like... A before the bombing happens. Yeah, it's a per. It's how you want to imagine the North Pole, right? Oh like yeah, it's, it's like this quaint little shack, just a bunch of elves running around doing their thing. But then, like the explosion happens, and they're just like locked and loaded and ready to fight. Like it's I funny because it. it reminds me of the scene, and this movie's gonna come up a, li- a little bit later. Um, in the Santa Claus, where Tim Allen is pitching the toys. Yeah. And he's in that room and they're talking about Santa the Tank Man. Yeah. He comes in with the tank. It's so good because that's what I pictured. I mean, they they represent similar uh, situations, situations where they're trying to like sure. commercialize Christmas, basically. Yeah. Which it already has become commercialized. Yeah. But and, no, not until literally 1988 when they made Scrooge and people were like, oh, we can commercialize yeah. this? Yeah. What's your joke? Mine one? is um, it's not my joke one. <laughs> this is where I really want to be. The my North Pole, as depicted by John Carpenter in the thing. <laughs> okay, so I didn't steal yours. <laughs> That's my favorite debate depiction of the North Pole. Just John fucking Carpenter's a frozen tundra <laughs> filled with fear. So. Did you ever watch the X Files? Side note, no, not really. I, I, so when I was a kid, one episode of the X Files came one. I had seen bits and pieces. I know what the X Files is. I've seen clips, but there was one episode that I caught as a kid where this guy was in like a porta potty or something, and the porta potty flips, and they pull his body out, and half of his head is fucking caved in. Mm-hmm. And that image has stuck with me so long that I never watched it. So because that that fucked me up i would love to go back it's like is it does it hold up like could i go back and watch so, x-files right so now i remember the x-files being a really popular show yeah and i would watch it but i think for the most part i would just watch the cold open and theme song and then be like all right now i'm going to bed my friend nicole fucking loves the x-files okay. and i own every season on dvd and i it became like a background noise like i just put okay. it on but i wasn't really paying attention yeah so i was like here's the deal like Always trying to come up with like ways to hang out with people. Okay. So it was like once a month or so, she'll come over, we'll order dinner, and we'll watch a disc. But the reason I ask is that there's an episode that you would really like called yeah. Ice. Okay. Which is literally the X-Files does the thing. Oh, where Mulder and Scully okay. go to this like area where it's these people in a snow capped area and there's some type of viral alien not so much the mutation but it's like as it 
if it scratches you or anything, it gets into your bloodstream and then you're also infected yeah. by this alien virus. Yeah, that sounds so cool. Um, so it's pretty cool. They they do the thing very well. So yeah. I literally just watched that episode last week. So I'm like, oh, that episode's <laughs> fresh in my brain. I fucking love the thing. But it's no, so that's good. not technically the North Pole. Uh, but it's, but it's, 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 it's close it's enough. Close. Was that the North Pole or was that the South Pole? I can't remember where they are. I don't really care. Don't I'm gonna, I think it was a good answer. So I'm just going to accept buddy. it. Thanks, <laughs> buddy. Appreciate you. All right. What is your other quote unquote joke pick? Uh, 1955's The Santa Claus movie, <laughs> where it's like a hellscape prison filled with stolen children from all around the world. Holy that Santa's shit, I don't hiring. think I've ever seen this. I saw this through Mystery Science Theater 3000. Okay. It's a Mexican movie where it's Santa Claus, and Santa's version is that he lives in heaven, so he's okay. up in the clouds. All right. And he has, Saint Nick. He has a giant telescope that's an eyeball. That dangles and watches everybody from the clouds. Yeah. And then he also has a gigantic ear that he can lower above the earth and listen in on people's conversations and make sure they're not saying anything inappropriate. But instead of elves, he just has children from every country in the world building what those children would want from those countries. And his reindeer, it's horrifying. His reindeer like are those. remote, con- like, like crank toys. Yeah. So there's this scene. It's the, it is without a doubt. My favorite moment in any episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000 because they have this reindeer and it's just kind of like stationary, like, and then he <laughs> shoves a giant key in it and cranks the key to turn it on and it just starts moving its head up and down, going, <laughs> like, like a fucking Disney animatronic. <laughs> yeah, like it's like real awkward, but they don't even make jokes. Yeah. The robots and Joel are just going, uh. <laughs> like, they're like, <laughs> <laughs> like so unnerved by how horrifying it is i know it's like honestly when you think about it this could be any version of santa claus but i don't like to i don't like any depiction of santa claus that makes it seem like he's watching you while you're masturbating so yeah no and that's 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 that one that <laughs> That's the, exactly. You always got to be wondering. Santa's watching you in the shower. That's so. my worry with ghosts. <laughs> I'm always nervous. I'm like, my aunt died here. Does she see every time that I do anything in this house? Yeah. You give me a sign, any sign yeah. at all. All right. Let's get to the real ones, though. All let's right. Get so to- I do want to talk about. I want to talk about our favorite depictions of the North Pole. I also want to talk about, not jokingly, our least favorite depictions of the north pole do you have least favorite depictions i don't i don't want to put you on i don't the spot. think i have a least favorite i actually what's what's embarrassing is you were listing so many christmas movies downstairs yeah and i'm realizing that like i don't watch that many santa claus christmas movies no you watch some bullshit christmas I, movies. <laughs> I watch a lot of you know what i think for me a lot of it is like i think it's just for me like santa it's nice to I like to believe that there's a Santa like yeah. you, like you go into that whole thing but for me like when I'm watching Christmas I want it's a wonderful life I want I like I, I want those that. feel good movies where it's like the message is like being with the people that you yeah. love is Christmas and I um, love that but I also I'm a huge fan of the tackiness of Christmas as yeah. well like I love fucking I mean I watch those old, Netflix originals we were oh talking I know about but that. but but like when I'm when I mean is like I used to do Bush Gardens every year for their Christmas town celebration and if you go into the USA portion of Bush Gardens in Williamsburg during Christmas it's just those tacky fucking plastic Santa heads yeah no I love like that the Coca-Cola shit, yeah. Santa bottle like I mean that I, that's great. that's my favorite <laughs> 
that's my favorite shit about Christmas. I, but I, want, I do love the stuff that you're yeah, talking about. I as want well. look if I was to d- decorate outside for Christmas time, which I yeah. currently don't. The most uh, I'll throw up the tree. I'll put up some stuff inside. I just don't want to deal with, especially Dude, if it gets totally snowy. Fucking get it. But if I was to decorate out front, yeah, I would want to get the fucking like 1970s plastic like nativity scene and plastic santa Dude, we still have that My that stuff's so great that. the giant candles yep. like i yep. there has never been a a christmas decor that brings more joy into my heart than yeah. seeing those plastic oh. light up figures like i'm just mm-hmm. like when i pass houses that have yeah. them i'm like huh. <laughs> so i need to we need to fix them um because my my parents have the nativity scene i still believe it's the uh like the Mary's in blue and Joseph's in pink and baby Jesus. You got is the three the ri- wise yep, men. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, that's the one. So my parents still have that one and they never put it up. My parents don't do a lot of outside decorating. The most they do is they do that. The the cheating one where they put the lights in the ground that just Fuck shine that. on the I'd rather have house. nothing. I would ele- <laughs> rather have nothing on my house <laughs> than the fucking like if you're I will say I will say that some of them have, have evolved in like cool like images and no, shit that and change like that that stuff's kind of cool here's my thing okay as an additional piece to something okay love it all right great but if that's all as you it have, being your only setup come on come on you can't even I throw mean, some tinsel somewhere yeah, like, so that's my parents um but at, i'm gonna start decorating that front window i dude, think next do year it. that's awesome It is mind-blowing and heartbreaking how many original scripts are written every year but are never made. So we seek out these scripts and bring them to life with full audio production and professional actors. Check us out at Undiscover Scripts. Movies made of paper. Wherever you get your podcasts. Free! Hi, friends. The world got you down. Don't be sad. Listen to $2 Late Fee with Zach and Dustin. $2 Late Fee is the podcast that celebrates the best decade of entertainment, the 1980s. We pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth that we loved and see if it holds up today. We also interview your favorite celebrities from that era. All in the spirit of positivity and togetherness. Check us out at $2LateFee.com. Because that's my other thing is like, not that I think anyone's going to fucking roll in and wreck any shit, yeah. but I go outside so rarely that if they did steal shit, I wouldn't know for wouldn't days. <laughs> no, um, what's funny, Jason from Icon versus Icon, he has a, uh, he has like a front window that's perfect and he's got the, the fragile lamp from yeah, A Christmas yeah. Story on display and it's, it's a really nice setup. At my house, we don't do. I I, I have some of those blow up things yeah. that I would put out, but they're the easiest thing for me to throw up. I haven't been in this house long enough and in a stable mindset <laughs> enough, yeah, to put like lights up outside. I think I'm hoping by next year, like I'm down for it. You know what I um, love this year? Yeah, the people who bought those like seven foot tall skeletons and then were and, just and like, then, "Fucking, yeah. I gotta decorate this shit Hell for Christmas." Yeah, I'm not taking like this down. Three hundred dollars. Yeah, like I'm getting my goddamn money's worth out of this giant skeleton. Yeah, but but you're talking about the candles. We have the candles at the house, and the problem is that I gotta rewire them. Because like the the wiring's all fucked up. We yeah. I bought them from a flea market for like two bucks a piece. Yeah, why not? So, I mean, that's what I'm gonna. If I see them in a flea market, out that'll be the one outdoor decor is that I yeah. put Those that together. Those candles are awesome. They they're, they're like the red big red yep, ones. The, they say Noel on yeah, the side. Yeah, yep, yep, those, those are the, are the ones. ones. All right, so yeah, so North hit me Poles, with some of yours because I only got one North Pole. You only that got I one wrap. North Pole that yeah. you want to talk about. So I'm gonna start off with North Poles that 
like either don't make sense to me or that I'm not a big fan of. Okay. Polar Express. Yeah. That is the creepiest fucking North Pole. That's a creepy representation. Movie. I don't trust people that know people who tell me Polar Express is their favorite Christmas movie, like they're serial killers. I like Polar Express. I do like it, but I think it means something different to me than it does by people that only watched it like by themselves. Yeah. So we would when I worked at an elementary school when I was an assistant um around christmas time we would do like a pajama polar express day yeah and everybody come in and like their onesies and shit and we'd all (laughs) eat popcorn and watch polar express and then we'd read it too and everything so that's kind of what that movie means to me is yeah it's a memory of all exactly so that's cool but even like just when they get to the north pole it's been built up so much that like this is this is a magical place. It's a fucking ghost town. Yeah. The North Pole and the Polar Express is a fucking ghost town and they get there and Santa's fucking creepy as hell, creepy Tom Hanks, piles and piles of elves everywhere. Like it's 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 fucking weird. Yeah. It is weird. And then all of a sudden, I don't know if you remember this, fucking Aerosmith shows up. Well, why wouldn't they? And it starts playing <laughs> at the end. It doesn't make any sense. So my number one least favorite. Is that not in the book? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I don't think Steven Tyler made it into the book version (laughs) of Polar. The last book just has like the lyrics to Dream On and Dude Looks Like a Lady. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, I can't remember what he's singing. I think it's like a cover of "Rocking Around the Christmas Tree." I'm sure it's some bullshit, but yeah, I like Aerosmith. I enjoy Aerosmith. I, you know, when there's something wild, I had a friend who did not like Aerosmith. I have a friend like that. No, no, I'm not done. I don't talk to him anymore. Then he Just went kidding. to then he went to Disneyland and rode Fuck the rock yeah, and roller dude. coaster. And then he was like the biggest Aerosmith fan I've ever met. And I'm Holy like, but you already shit. know these songs. Am like, I your friend? Because that happened to me as a kid. <laughs> so like I always had liked Aerosmith, but two things turned me on to loving Aerosmith. And it, they're so fucking weird. And it's back to Dylan being weird and tying like connections to things that don't have connections. Number one was rock and roller coaster okay. fucking loved rock and roller coaster when i went it it was that and as soon as i got off the ride the store at the end had, oh they used to have all double, the albums yeah and, and they had a little double, south of sanity yep they yep. had a double pack uh called oh yeah and it was it was a double pack of just all of their greatest hits like mm-hmm. i mean hits that spanned from the 70s all the way up to like like the the big album releases here's here's a big defense i have for aerosmith is there are a few bands that i can think of that were able to have hits in the 70s 80s 90s and early 2000s but also like when the rolling stones was having hits in the in the 90s they still sounded like the rolling stones of the 70s aerosmith managed to like kind of seamlessly blend yeah. into what the style was at the yeah. time a little bit. And they bit. stayed like they stayed rocking. Yeah. Like as cheesy as that sounds. So that was my number one was riding that ride hundreds of times and then buying that CD. Number two, be cool. Oh yeah. yeah. Man, Aerosmith popped up in a lot yeah, of fucking they movies. They knew fucking how to market cool. themselves. I loved Get Shorty and Be Cool. I, I thought those movies were fucking great. But I, I just love movies about the industry. I've so. probably watched Be Cool more than I've watched Get Shorty, even though I know that Get Shorty is a better so, of the two and movies. That's the thing. But like, it's one of those things where Get Shorty is a better movie. I like Be Cool more. That was also early rock. Yeah, like that was early, early that rock because was... he he played the gay bodyguard. Yeah, yeah, early rock. I thought 
Fucking Andre 3000 was amazing in that Man, movie. Cedric movie. the Entertainer. Man, we're really off Vince on the Walton. North Pole <laughs> Sorry. stuff. Sorry. What so, I'm saying is, it's fucking weird that Aerosmith showed up <laughs> in the Polar Express. <laughs> All right, so what's the other... Um, you said there was at least two that you were like, I gotta two mention. least favorites. Um, well, the other one I'm blanking on. Number one, Polar Express. Fuck Polar Express. Okay. I have, I have more... North Poles that I like than okay. North Poles that I just I'll say like. the I'll so. say my big one Go your because big I'm one. sure it's on your list. Go for I'll it. just get it. Elf. I Elf, am so yeah, charmed by one. the world of Elf. I want to imagine my North Pole where you've got, you know, Santa with his elves, but also like just outside are a bunch of fucking claymation, claymation characters walking yeah. around. Like I love that. I I that is the aesthetic that I want. If I went a trip to the North Pole and there's not some claymation snowman talking to me yeah. and some like fucking claymation penguins just like scurrying around, yeah. I don't want to be there. So I love I love Elf's depiction of it. It's also nice that Ralphie is one of the elves. Yeah, no, that works for me. <laughs> my big one, my favorite one is the original Santa Claus. Okay. When they show up, when it's Tim Allen... What's his name? Scott Calvin. Scott, Scott Calvin. Calvin. Scott Calvin and Charlie show up after delivering toys the first night, and they're so confused. And that one elf just comes out, and the pole pops up, and and like it, he's like, Shh, "It's gonna be all right," and hits the button, and the fucking North Pole just appears. That is oh, sweet. That I, brings such a tear to my eye. And my problem, I have a lot of problems with Santa Claus two and three, <laughs> but. That magic was kind of ruined because they turned it into almost like it's this city that's always here. Yeah. Like where the North Pole to me as a kid, I don't know if this was something all kids thought, but I just thought it was a fucking pole. Like (laughs) there was a fucking pole there and like the city was somewhere hidden like it wasn't there where I like the idea that the North Pole in the Santa Claus one is like, it's just a big toy workshop and we've got, we've got some other buildings, but that's what this is. It's just that where Santa Claus two and three, it was like, look, it's a fucking village. And it's a, there's a, I don't know. There's something different about it. I like the aesthetic of it, but I feel like some of the magic was lost in two and three, but that's the movies in general. Two not so not as much as three. Two has its moments. Three is garbage. Yeah, Santa Claus two, three is awful, and two, I hate that they're doing more because God. Two I enjoy for one reason and one reason alone, which is yeah. Robot Scott Calvin robot is Scott so Calvin's horrific. Great. <laughs> He's he is absolutely yeah. nightmare fuel, and I love it yeah. for him. It is cool that like we got Bernard back. Yeah, too. No, we did. We did. All right. Hit me with some. Was so. Would you say that on the least favorites would be probably Santa, Santa Claus, Claus the, two and the, three, two and three, um, more so three. Like your North Pole should not be easy to convince people that it's a toy factory. Yeah. Like it. It shouldn't be that easy. Even though it is technically a toy factory, it's a magical one. Like you shouldn't. It shouldn't be easily convincing. Um, so yeah, two and three definitely on my lower list. One is is probably my number one favorite. Elf is up there too. Arthur Christmas. We were talking about that one earlier. Even though the North Pole and Arthur Christmas feels very lonely, mm-hmm. almost because they're all in that like big building. I like the science behind it. Yeah, it kind of gives an explanation with how we can make these things work. I like that every single thing had an explanation, and all of these elves were working together. 
I also love that movie in general. Yeah. Arthur Christmas is one of my favorites, and we're definitely gonna have to do like a deep dive on Arthur Christmas. All right, because I sure. genuinely don't know if I've watched it, and if I did, I don't remember anything about Arthur it. Arthur Christmas, so. if you haven't watched it, is a great uh, British cartoon. Yeah, absolutely phenomenal. Um, I turned like two or three people onto it this year, right. and and they like messaged me later. Great recommendation. We'll tackle so, we'll tackle yeah. that sometime. If, in if you're listening to this and you two. haven't watched Arthur Christmas, definitely watch it. And honestly. It's going to be one of those ones that I say, don't watch it right now. Yeah. Wait. Wait till you get closer to the season. And and treat yourself to some Arthur Christmas with a nice cup of uh, hot cocoa. Love it. Do you have any more? Any any other <laughs> North Poles? Are you like, I just can't think of any North so, Poles. I just keep thinking of ridiculous ones. Like, okay, go for it. Like one of the ones I was like, I don't know, the North Pole from Big Mouth, where there's just a whole lot of fucking and a perverted oh Rudolph. God. <laughs> Hit me with one more. Oh my we'll do God. one more. <sighs> Fuck. Uh, North Pole. I mean, you got three in there. And I know, I know. We talked about uh, talked about this a little bit downstairs. You said you had never seen it. Fred Claus, kind of Fred Claus. Yeah. yeah, it's a good representation of the North Pole. It leans very heavy on the same thing that Santa Claus two and three did, where it's like this is just a big city that celebrates Christmas. I kind of like that, and even in like something like Noel. You know, what I mean, like I like, okay, yeah, I like the idea because I don't. What I don't want for my North Pole is. Santa and Mrs. Claus just alone with a bunch of elves 363 <laughs> days out yeah, of the year. Yeah, I get that. That's like a really lonely existence. I like the idea. Yeah. It's like, no, they have friends and they have family members and everyone's like tied to the Christmas thing in it's some so way. It's so funny because there's like, there's a big difference between the way that Arthur Christmas did it, which is very much like that. Yeah. And like a Rankin Bass yeah, Rankin Special Bass is Rankin literally is just like, literally just like, and Santa's depicted as having enough of the bullshit with these yeah. fucking elves. They're like, we wrote this song about you, and he's like, God damn it, get it over with. I know. <laughs> we are Santa's elves. Yeah. He's like, yeah, okay, I got it. Yep, so much so get that they made work. a whole movie about Santa being like, fuck you guys, I'm not going out. <laughs> I, I am done with this. Yeah, I'm going to take a year off of this shit. <laughs> Dude, do not ever want to live in the Rankin Bass world. There's nothing no. appealing about it. No, they're there's bullies. Like, there's <laughs> there's certain ones where like they'll kill you if you have toys. There's yeah. like, <laughs> Rankin Bass. As much as I love some of those early specials, probably one of my least favorites. But even saying all of that, it's not like I hate these depictions of the North no, Pole. They're just like just, my least favorite. There's no not, depiction of the North Pole. I'm like, fuck, that's yeah. stupid. Uh, maybe the Polar Express. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Ironically, I like it. <laughs> it is one of my least favorites, but ironically, I'm like, Nothing says Steven, Christmas Steven like showing Steven's up Tyler, and here like love is in the elevator, <laughs> living it up right now. I living was in crying the city. when I met you. Don't get it. <laughs> Shut up and dance. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't pulled some bullshit where you're like, we're gonna do an episode about Aerosmith because. <laughs> <laughs> They appeared in, in Polar Express, and now every Christmas I need to listen to my Aerosmith's Greatest Hits album. <laughs> You're an asshole, because that is totally some shit I would do. Dude, Wayne's World makes me think of Christmas. I just, <laughs> Dream on, Dylan. Yeah, I mean... I mean no. <laughs> You're not you're not killing this yet. You're not cutting me off, fucker. Don't, don't sit there and try to cut me off after fucking I just said Wayne's world makes me think of Christmas. <laughs> but walk this way, Matt. Whoa. Oh, whoa, oh, 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 oh,
Hey, do you have an idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? Or do you have an already existing podcast that you want to take to the next level? Well, check out WeKnowPodcasting.com. From concept development to theme music to editing to logos, WeKnowPodcasting.com is a one-stop shop for all things pod. Don't hesitate to hit us up. We're very nice. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. It is mind-blowing. And heartbreaking. How many original scripts are written every year but are never made? So we seek out these scripts and bring them to life with full audio production and professional actors. Check us out at Undiscovered Scripts. Movies made of paper. Wherever you get your podcasts. Free! Hi, friends. The world got you down. Don't be sad. Listen to $2 Late Fee with Zach and Dustin. $2 Late Fee is the podcast that celebrates the best decade of entertainment, the 1980s. We pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth that we loved and see if it holds up today. We also interview your favorite celebrities from that era. All in the spirit of positivity and togetherness. Check us out at $2LateFee.com. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 